What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mallory, the chosen one. But I'm still down to have a little fun. This is the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast, a safe space to have conversation without condemnation for our generation. And today, we got my homeboy, Curtis, on the set. What it do, Curtis Phillips? We ain't seen you in a minute. I know we went to high school together. So we trying to figure out, how's life treating you? How have you been? Uh, I, I've been good. I've been going through... Uh I'm in a wilderness season and coming out of a wilderness season. Uh, (laughs) Coming out of the wilderness season is actually is good. Mm -hmm. I'm in a season. uh, God marked my season starting of starting blessing, starting walking into that uh, promised land. So I love that. Okay, period. Wilderness season. Wilderness seasons are good because you always come out. More refined and ready to serve the Lord on the other side. But it's so good to have you in the building. So we're going to get right into it. So our first topic is fruits of the spirit. So you said you was in a wilderness season. I can attest that y'all haven't seen me in a minute. Let me tell you why. Because first of all, I feel like I fell off the track, the train. (laughs) And it was just like, I don't feel like I can minister to people if I'm not doing what I need to do, you know? So I feel like it was more appropriate to talk about Fruits of the Spirit today because I feel like I lost all mine. Like, have you ever, like, seen how, like, I know people say all the time how you get closer to God, you get closer to Jesus, how it changes you. And I literally saw that happen, that it changed me for the better. But when I stopped, like, doing the things that I was supposed to do, like reading my word, going to church, like listening to sermons and stuff like that. I started watching junk TV. Like I noticed that my anointing was like dimming. And I noticed that like my fruits of the spirit were like going away. Like I'm not kind as much as I used to be. Like I started cursing like a sailor again. I'm like, what is happening to me? I feel like I'm doing a whole 380 back to who I was before I found Christ. So now y'all, I'm just in a season of getting back to God, getting back to me. Because I feel like sometimes distractions in our lives, either good or bad, can like really throw you off the track. So I want to talk about fruits of the spirit because I feel like it was appropriate. And I do have a scripture for us, and it is Galatians 5, 22 through 24. And what I'm going to be reading is the New International Version. So it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh and with his passions and desires since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit let us not become conceited provoking or envying each other and i think this is really important to note when it says um since we live by the spirit let us keep in step with the spirit the thing is about the fruits of the spirit is when you are walking in step with god you have all of those like you have access to them and i think that it's really important to keep doing that because like i said you can literally lose them and go back to your your flesh and yourself and who you were before christ what do you think i think that's true you you know as believers just as people Mm -hmm. we are always constantly fighting the flesh yeah that's the battle now uh jesus jesus conquered our (laughs) jesus conquered the battle with satan Mm -hmm. for our salvation yeah so we we have that we have that in god and we have to be able to rest in that Mm -hmm. uh so i think that's a point just knowing that through that you are still god's child and still saved definitely um i actually deal with that too and understanding grace in that aspect but now our battle is literally with our flesh so it's really 
you know, the earlier part of that verse, it talks about the works of the flesh mm -hmm. evident mm -hmm. when it goes into decisions, heresies, drunken mm -hmm. orgies. Mm -hmm. So, like you said, if we are if we aren't constantly seeking in, pressing into God, then naturally that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, we're gonna fall. We're gonna fall back. And what's crazy to know is that it's gonna happen. <laughs> like you can't be 100%. away from God. You literally cannot live your life apart from God and expect these fruits of the spirit to be evident in your life because. When you partner with God, he gives you those things. That's like an exchange. You give him your time. You give him your obedience. You give him faith. And it's like he gives these gifts to you in return for that. And like you mentioned, there is like fruits of the flesh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, that's it's, the earlier it's, it's verse. two of them. It's one or the other. Okay. You either get one or the other. So I want to read um, the one before that. Like you said, Galatians 5, 19 through 21. It's the NIV version. And it says the acts of the flesh are obvious. And they really are. It's sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, um, factions, envy, drunkenness, or and the like and it says i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god and what's really important to know is that you will not inherit the kingdom of god <laughs> because you're going to hell or not <laughs> so figure it out <laughs> so basically it's like warning you against those things and if you wake up every single day and you start to like take note of your character mm -hmm. and some of the things that you are doing i think it's very easy to tell which one is a fruit of the flesh or which one is a fruit of the spirit I, I think it's important too though that um that the verses are put that close together because yeah. i think the author knows that we're going to struggle mm -hmm. that there's going to be times where you know we praising god mm -hmm. and then we walk out the house and we cussing yeah so we, i know <laughs> we got, right we got that we got the we we playing with both and that sounds kind of lukewarm but mm -hmm. i think part of it when, when i was thinking about this um it's also looking at the detail of the bible mm -hmm. calls it i think a fruit um of the spirit for a reason mm -hmm. he said these are works of flesh but fruits of the spirit mm -hmm. we, we know about fruit that fruit has to be grown yeah and so the process of the process of even getting the fruit is that you got to plant it mm -hmm. you, know, you have to plant it and then you, you have you plant it you have to grow it mm -hmm. and then it has to be matured in a tree and then it has to be there's a period of time where you can't even you can't even eat exactly so what i say to say that is that god is a process god yeah so as you're growing these things as you're growing these things and god as we are growing as god is growing these mm -hmm. things in us shall i say is just take the time with the process like really take the time to live with god to walk with him to uh um, to allow him to develop things in you because some a lot of things like on our timeline is we think we supposed to just say yes to god and mm -hmm. be like our pastor like yeah we're just supposed to <laughs> we're just supposed to be amen and i'm all yeah. here i don't have any nah just uh, you know a lot of stuff we've been dealing with you know since before we were alive mm -hmm. like, a lot of stuff is deep yeah deep rooted, rooted in your family, in family. generation like, of curses it, it comes down so some of these things god really has to work out and iron out and get you because sometimes you think that you're doing you know, good yeah, it's really sometimes it's religious sometimes mm -hmm. you like i ain't gonna do it yeah i feel like i want to look good but mm -hmm. it's still deep like rooted in your heart yeah and i love that you said it doesn't just happen because it doesn't like it takes time for you to like 
like you said, like when fruit grows on a tree, like it, yeah. it's some, it start off small. You're not going to eat an apple that's this big. Yeah, the first three years, you can't. If I'm, don't quote me on this, but the first three years you can't you can't eat fruit. You have really? to. Like, there's a period where you have mm-hmm. to allow, like you literally let the fruit. Wow, go. like a waiting period. Mm-hmm. So, I love that, but y'all, it does not just happen. I can tell you, like it took me about two or three years before I started like actually seeing it in my life. Like, cause I used to freak out over the smallest of stuff. Like, if anything happened to me, like if my car broke down, I would be like, Oh Lord, what is happening? <laughs> and I would just lash out and turn nuts. Like, right. And, but then like, if stuff, start, when stuff started happening to me, when I was like in deep in my faith bag, like y'all, I was like, I can just give this to God. Like, there's no reason that I need to be distressed out about this because it's going to work out for my good. Like, he's not going to just have me without a car. Like it just gives you hope Like it just gives you Like a certain Purpose in your life To like want to Like hope for the better In situations And I think that's Really important to know I was reading this um, Like this little passage That I found about Fruits of the Spirit And it was like Basically it doesn't Just happen And it was like Paul reveals the secret To making sure That the Holy Spirit Can cultivate the fruit Of Christ's character In one's life So it is Keeping in step With the Spirit Keeping in step Means trusting And following the spirit's lead to discover the spirit leading the christian must drop close to god so you can't just receive these things just because you say oh i accept jesus and lord my savior you literally have to do the work to see the fruits of all of those things manifesting your life so i think i saw so all of the fruits of the spirit i just want to list them real quick so love joy peace forbearance which is uh i think another definition for patience um kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control like when we think about these nine attributes you can literally determine if they are fruits of the spirit but like i said by the way you're acting in your life and different things like that so um let me see if i got anything else for this okay so Like it takes God situations to be able to grow these things. Like it It really does. It might take some a season of frustration to grow that patience. And then too, like when I remember, like when I was like a little baby in Christ, like you start asking God, "Oh God, give me more patience." He's not just gonna give you patience. He's gonna put you in situations to where you can demonstrate, right? Right. We really do. Like if you don't have patience, and you pray to God for patience, or you pray to God to be more kind, He's not just gonna give it to you. He's gonna put you in situations that test to see if you want actually want that. Like if somebody's like wasting your time or something you like and you just get mad you blew it you blew that test so you might as well wait for the next one to come so it's like a refining process when we think about how like diamonds are how they start off like pressure makes diamonds so he's gonna press you and like put a fire in you to make you want to change because when you start getting closer to god i feel like your desires start to change and shift more into what his desires for you are and i think that's really beautiful and I was reading an article and it says the Greek word translated as fruit refers to the natural product of a living thing. And it says Paul used fruit to help us understand the product of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of every single believer. The fruit of the Spirit is produced by the Spirit, not by the Christian. So when we're saying you can't just operate like this and like have this out of nowhere like the holy spirit literally gifts that to you and i think that's important to know but if you are in a season of that i feel like you should just get closer to god and hunker down and try to figure it out because i feel like the true change starts when you start to realize the error of your ways Mm -hmm. so yeah you got anything else for that one 
No. <laughs> Look, it, we did that. <laughs> it, it, we put it right up there, kind of like we said. It, just, it takes, it takes, it takes God, the fruit of the Spirit. It takes mm -hmm. God to take His process with you. And I think the only other thing I would have to add to that, speaking it out, is like it takes submission. Like you can't, you have to submit yeah. to God's process, to Him building you, to to see, to start to see that, to start to act and uh, act as Him, mm -hmm. and, and operate that way. You can't try to hold on to past or your past past ways or that's not it's not gonna work trust me i'm still fighting it <laughs> look i tried and now i'm trying again and, and then the thing is y'all it's a lifelong process like some days you're gonna be walking in the spirit some days you're not so we shouldn't beat ourselves up about that but you should want to have the initiative to change so it's like I don't know. You can't just stay in the same way you are, especially if you want to see different results or you want a different life or you want to see the fruits of the spirit blooming in your life. So I think that's beautiful. So we're going to slide to the next topic. We are going to talk about the character of God. So I want to start this uh, off with a scripture. So we have first John four and eight. It says, whoever does not love does not know God because God is love and basically love is like the highest form of all of the fruits of the spirit which we were just talking about like it's the agape love so basically I don't know I just want to have an open discussion of the character of God because I feel like he shows up in our lives differently and like he shows up he shows his character through us in many different ways. And he shows us when we're in relationship with him, like how he is. Like he's patient with me. He's kind with me. Like I've, I got so many stories about how God has relayed something to me, like so gently that was so heartbreaking. <laughs> like I was like, thank you, but oh my God. <laughs> like I remember my family, Yorkie, he passed away. And my mom wouldn't tell me. It's so crazy how this went down. So I was living here in Memphis. My mom stayed in Nashville. And my my dog, he ended up getting attacked by a coyote. Like, imagine having a dog for seven years. And everything about it was just so biblical. Because, you know, seven is a number of completion. And my mom, she was getting ready to come down to see me get baptized. And it was so crazy because she ended up missing that. Because he ended up trying to stand up to the, the coyotes <laughs> to protect my mama. And, you know, a Yorkie against a coyote. I was like, now, Nate, you yeah. know we from the mound. But why would you do that? I was like, why would you do that? But he was trying to protect my mom or whatever. And he ended up getting bit on his side. And, like, his intestines were like exposed and that was like so traumatic for everybody especially my mom because she was there so she ended up having to rush him to the vet this and that and the third i'm on facetime crying my eyes out she like he gonna be okay i'm like is he i'm like jesus please we did not take this loss so we are like literally bawling our eyes out and the next day i have to get baptized so i wake up and I go through with the ceremony like a big girl. I put my big girl draws on. I was like, okay, I'm still going to do this even though my mom's not here. And even though, like, my dad, he came for, like, 15 minutes. He saw me dipped in the water. He left. I said, okay. <laughs> I got out the water when nobody there to hug me. So, anyway, but after all of that, like, the day calmed down. I'm sitting in the car. And I'm literally, like, looking at the clouds waiting on my mom to call me about, like, the verdict of our dog or whatever. Child, that dog was dead the day before. <laughs> That's not funny. 
funny. But he was dead. He was dead the day before, but my mom didn't want to tell me because she didn't want me to go. Like, she didn't want me to not go through with the baptism the next day. But anyway, I'm sitting in the car waiting on somebody because this is when I was doing photography. I'm waiting on somebody to pull up so I can get their deposit or whatever. And I'm looking at the clouds. It's literally a Yorkie in the clouds, y'all. I kid you not. <laughs> I still have the picture. If I can find it, I'm going to put it on this episode. I, I probably still do because I, I don't delete no pictures, but I'm going to put it on here and you tell me or not if this looks like a dog or not. But I literally hear the sweetest, softest voice and it said, he gone, my mouth. And I said, oh, my God. That's God. That's God. That's God if I don't. Man, that's God. Uh, that's God. And I was like, I ain't never heard a heartbreaking news that gentle. I called my mama. I said, mama, be straight with me. Is Nate still here? She said, nah, he gone, my mouth. She said the exact same words that he told me. I said, this is so crazy. And it was so, like, you know, when you first start, like, getting into, like, your faith with God and, like, getting an intimate relationship with him? It's mind-blowing because, like, some of the things that be happening, you be like, am I losing my mind or is it, am I, like, tapped into, like, a whole nother world here? Like, I don't know. When I first started, like, my Christian journey, I was like, this is crazy because I knew things before they manifested themselves because he would tell me. And I'm like, this is crazy. I don't know. I done got off course, but... <laughs> <laughs> I done got all off track. Rest in peace, Nay Nay. But anyway, that was my little story about how he'll just be gentle with you. I don't know. I feel like the character of God is gentle, is kind. He's 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 firm, he's stern, but he's loving. I don't know. It's like a father that very. you could like very loving. What very. are some attributes about God that you think? Like, what are some characteristics of God from your experience with him? He fights for you. He really does. He fights for you. Like when, when it's when it says that mm -hmm. Exodus fourteen fourteen, the Lord will fight for you. You need mm -hmm. only to be still. Mm -hmm. Like that's true, and I think it, it almost seems figuratively true. Mm -hmm. But if you when you read in the word, like God actually was fighting battles, like physically and God spiritually was fighting. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like no, I'm a I'm gonna do it figuratively. Mm -hmm. Now God was going out there fighting battles literally in the spiritual realm for you to like pave the way for you of a life of especially like when you're doing what you're supposed to do it comes so easy like it's certain things and certain i don't know i just feel like it's certain things you can't hustle your way to mm -hmm. like in certain rooms you can't hustle your way in like god literally bless y'all saw what happened with sarah jakes I ain't never <laughs> i'm a testament I, i'm a testament to that when mm -hmm. I, speaking of the character of god like and God speaking, um, like two quick, two quick stories of the story that uh, this new job that I just got. Mm -hmm. um, I have been, you know, uh, a trainer, like a Christian basketball trainer. Mm -hmm. I've been prophesied to that I was going going through a transition. So I'm thinking, like, cool, like I'm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey. We always so excited yeah. when he get that first word. We be like, yeah. yeah like, transition, that sounds good, but I'm not knowing. I'm thinking there's other things. So. Mm -hmm. My business, like, literally started to decrease. Mm. So I'm like, in my mind, I was like, I'm never Yeah, it's not looking like what you told me. This ain't transition. So as that started to happen, I was just like, listen, I got to I gotta get this money. Mm -hmm. I got bills. Right, we got to do something. So as I go into this next job, it, it started to happen very quickly for me to move up mm. in promotion. So I remember one day, like... Um, there's a job that I was going to bid on and mm -hmm. I'm literally waking up in the morning. Like my first like thoughts is just, uh, I don't feel like getting up mm -hmm. and having to bid on this job. And as I said that, it's like the Holy Spirit just spoke and it was like, he was, ex it, he was excited. He mm. was like, 
He said, uh, don't worry about that. I got a job for you. Wow. I promise you, 10 seconds later, I got a call. I got a call, and it said, uh, hey, um, basically, I have a job for you. Basically, so, I have a job for you. I love that. that. process. So it's just like how from that transition and me, like, putting my faith in and trusting God, I seen it, like, when we talk about the care of God, I seen how God will provide. Mm-hmm. I seen how God will protect. I seen how God will keep his word. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that, like. Like I you see, can trust him. Yeah, he's, so like when he talks about God being faithful mm. and being gracious because the only reason, really, that, you know, this happened was because God said so. Yeah. It wasn't anything I did. Anything else. It was, it was really, I can't even take credit for it because if you know the job and you know, um, like what I do. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, I work at. Here, get the mic. <laughs> uh, I work at FedEx now. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm in uh, in FedEx mm-hmm. and management. And oh, I think you did tell me that. Yeah. The the track that I took. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is actually the first time I said this. Like people ask me this all the time. I'm kind of. <laughs> I told God I wasn't gonna be ashamed to say it. No Come more. on. Don't be I, ashamed of nothing. Yeah, I've been. I've only been with the company ten months. Mm. And I came into management there's there's literally people, people that have been there, there for years like 20 plus years i know about that <laughs> like 20 plus years so to go there in 10 months and to go wow. through the steps of processing and, and to go into management is nothing short of a miracle like nothing. you won't fully understand unless you know the fedex system mm-hmm. but um and like i said this it wasn't something that came to me it was literally god saying like son I got this where I, I provide for you, and this is part of, like, mm. I am gracious. When it talks about, in Exodus, that verse, when it talks about God being gracious and giving, mm-hmm. um, he literally just here. Yeah. Um, this is what I want to do. Right. Just Especially just you. because I love you. And mm-hmm. I feel like God being a provider has shown up so many times in my life. Because, I, y'all, I told y'all this story so many times when I lost my job earlier this year, and I thought it was over with for everything. Mm-hmm. Literally the same job calling me back saying somebody moved up in the department and they had a full-time position for me because I started off as a contractor mm-hmm. and I was like, God, I done moved out the hood. I done got this nice car. Please don't let this. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, what about that? But and then it was so hard to get back into like every single application I applied for. It was like, unfortunately, unfortunately. I'm like, y'all, please. And I just could I did not know how I was gonna get out of that season of unemployment. And I was like, and literally I was freaking out. And I'm not gonna lie like I was literally like stressed out and I'm like when I literally gave it to God a week later I was like God I cannot continue to keep worrying about this because if I worry about this I'm gonna destroy myself because I was in this junk drinking heavy (laughs) blasting drink crying I'm like what am I going to do but he really showed up for me so I feel like the character of God that I've seen I feel like he is trustworthy like you said it's a scripture that says um, whenever he says something it will not return to him void I don't know which number it is I ain't that that good yet but (laughs) it won't return to him void like he's not a liar he's not like man that he shall lie so i feel like the the characters the characteristics of god that i have seen i feel like he's trustworthy like you said i feel like he's a provider he's gentle he's sweet he's kind he is literally everything and we talked about this on the last episode of how he can be a different kind of support system for you like based on like any different season that you're going to Mm -hmm. so like say if you needed a sister or a brother he can be that for you you need a dad or a mom he can be that for you because he's like literally everywhere all at once Mm -hmm. so what would be like your top five characteristics that you would say god is that you've seen in your life good 
He's good. <laughs> he is so good. He's good. He's loving. Uh, very patient. Mm-hmm. Very patient. Um, mm-hmm. Gentle. And uh, he's a fighter. He, Period. He, he really is. So those would be my I hope I got five. Cause I'm a I would stop. <laughs> Look, I feel like it was five. I hope I got five. <laughs> I feel like it was five. If I didn't get five. <laughs> So we're going to do one more scripture for this one. So we're going to do Exodus 34. I mean, you've mentioned Exodus too. I got to read Exodus apparently. But we're going to do Exodus 34 uh, verse 6. And it says, And he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished he punishes the children and their children for the sin of their parents to the third and fourth generation i think the thing that i like about god is that he's very fair and even when like you think somebody got away with like doing something to you like that's what i say vengeance is mine said the lord like please don't try to use your energy to get back at them god will make things right i promise you and and it won't even be probably something that you'll see happen to them because he deals with us so gracefully and I feel like we've all been on the wrong side of a situation to where like he punished you for a certain thing and you was like okay this is my (laughs) this is my spanking so I just feel like he's very gracious he's very fair and I always love that about God so yeah did you have any more scriptures for this one uh, not this one. That was a scripture that, that I, I actually had. So. Oh, you had the same yeah. one? Look <laughs> at God, yeah. period. That was scripture that I had. <laughs> I think it's, it is interesting that God describes his most of the attribute, attributes mm-hmm. he starts to describe himself as like merciful, mm-hmm. gracious, forgiving. Because we talked about earlier about falling off. Like he knows we're going to fall off. Yeah. Like he knows our heart so intently and he chooses to love. I think that shows his character. Like, yeah. What we were, he knew what he knows what we are, and he chooses. He's like, hey, I'm merciful. Like, yeah. nobody when they, who am I? I'm merciful. That means mm. I like to forgive. That means I know you're gonna do me, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing you anyway. So that's real love. So when it talks about God as love, I think of verses like that. When it's like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm a merciful. I'm gracious. I'm abounding in love and care. So. Um, yeah. Also, I would like to add that when we do get closer to God, we start to show his character through us mm. to other people. And I think that's really lit, too. And that also kind of goes in with fruit of the fruits of the spirit. OK, y'all. So I want to talk about our next topic, which I feel like everybody struggles with or has struggled with at one time. The battle with porn mm. so we gonna get it popping so we were just having basically a conversation off camera about how the devil was like basically making me feel like i was scared to talk about this topic because like i feel like sometimes i still struggle with watching porn because i'm a visual person i'm this y'all know i'm a transparent person we're gonna keep it real on this podcast but as far as me like i feel like i'm a visual person and sometimes like i get stuck back into watching it and i feel like we just need to talk about it so we were having a conversation about about how what did you say about the internet it was like basically yeah, the, the internet the internet blew up off of porn yeah like that's that's what exploded the internet to what it is today it's and i porn. literally read something last night it was saying like porn related anything is like the most top searches like in google any search engine that you can imagine and i just feel like we just need to have a conversation about it because we all know that when we watch it after post blank clarity we'd be like oh god <laughs> <laughs> we'd be like what have i done i don't know 
it just make you feel dirty. So I feel like God is watching everything. So just keep that in mind next time you go to them website. <laughs> but um, I just want to talk about how it starts. Like, I feel like it's so easily accessible. Like, when you're young and you're a teenager, I feel like that's when most people start to start looking at it. Your hormones are changing. You're growing. And you want to know more about it. And I feel like that's how the devil likes plants that little seed. Because he likes to get us when we're young. He likes to get us when we're vulnerable and we don't know i feel like there's a scripture in the bible that says my people perish due to lack of knowledge and that's when he starts to get to you so i feel like anything honestly even if it's not related to porn like that's when your um like self critical part starts like in your adolescence like when you're growing up and you're becoming a teenager that's when depression starts to kick in you start to give in like peer pressure and different stuff like that so i feel like most people either started watching porn when they were too young or when they were teenagers so i don't know <laughs> man yeah this topic is this topic is deep for me. Like, I wish I could be super preaching and being like, this is how I overcame. But, like, it's, a, yeah. it's an ongoing battle. Yeah, it's an ongoing battle. I have not overcome that. Yeah. Like, when I tell you, like, you can go, like, most of the year without watching it. And then, like, the one time you watch it, you be like, oh, dang. I, I thought went, I was over I went, this. I went eight months. And I thought I was, like, done straight. for it. And then uh, I went through a breakup. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, and I it's and it's literally it. always there. I feel like the things that are not good for us, like I said, are super easily accessible, and we fall back on them for comfort because it's like, okay, what was I doing before I was in a relationship? Or, okay, what was I doing before I got married? Or what was I doing before I started, like, stop watching it? So I feel like it's so... And every, everything being right at your fingertips in 2023, like, it's time to get real about, like, porn and how much people struggle with it. Because sometimes people don't know it's an addiction. Like, people don't know it's a thing. Like, I know people that watch porn literally every single day. And I'm like, how do you watch this every single day? But there was a point in time where I watched it every single day. Yeah. Like, or every other day. Like, because, like, we're humans. We have desires. I feel like God knows that. Jesus knows that for sure. There is nothing that Jesus hasn't experienced that we experience. Yeah, I think, like, it's important. One thing that helps me to fight off the shame. Mm-hmm. getting a mic. <laughs> one thing that helps me to fight off the shame is, for one, prayer. Mm -hmm. But also understanding, like, hearing the Holy Spirit and understanding, like, he, he, Jesus didn't just come to die for the sins that, like, we committed in mm -hmm. the past, but all the sins that we have committed and we're going to commit. I love that. So... With this battle, God is patient and kind, and God is very encouraging. He's he's on the other day, like keep going, mm -hmm. like like stack these days, like I'm right, like keep going. I, I feel it's like okay. when you stop doing something, it's super empowering to look back on the days that you didn't go with it. Yeah. Like especially when it comes to me, like y'all know I struggle with drinking and different stuff like that. So when I like have my little sobriety app, I'll be like, okay, twenty two days. Like I just went. 30 days without drinking i didn't think i could do it but literally like every day i'm praying god take the taste away from me and if i didn't like i would feel the need to do it like it depends on what you're feeding like if you're feeding your spirit man your spirit is gonna win if you're feeding your flesh your flesh is gonna win so i just feel like that this is like a thing for everything honestly like any addiction any any type of struggle that you may have in this earth and that's like just to just to break it down, like, you know, the battle with me with porn started almost kind of like before I even got here. Mm -hmm. Like, I was... It, like, on the earth? Yeah, like, my family... Like, generational stuff. Yeah, my family, I had a... 
I went like uh, two holidays ago. I went and hung out with my family, and we had like a meeting where we really talked about our past, and we mm. really dove into like the things, the generational curses that were hindering us. And like like afterwards, it was just a conversation I was talking about actually my dad and his his struggle, mm-hmm. and like one of the matriarchs in my family was like, oh yeah, she like jokingly just said it like. She was like, oh, yeah he, yeah, he probably found those magazines in my room. And I was mm. like, it blew my mind. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't even know how deep this went in mm. my family. And then for and you know for our family to just be like, well, you know, it's something It's normal, small, yeah. You know? And so it was just like, oh, man. Like, it, it's very deep. So, like, Satan can get you like that. But it's also like that's when God is saying, like, hey, I'm I'm bringing you from this like he's Abrahaming you. Like, mm-hmm. um, I want you to leave certain parts, certain families, certain certain, certain things, tr- tr- uh, traditions and things like mindsets. Mm-hmm. So with the battle with porn, um, it's really it it, it it hurts. It really hurts your brain too. So when yeah, the thing that started helping me is I start like looking into the brain chemistry of it mm-hmm. and how it causes your brain to be really foggy. It wow. causes you, yeah, it causes you to forget. Uh, that that dopamine hit it makes you like and it is subtle because it makes you angrier with the people that you love like oh goodness that that sounds crazy Mm -hmm. but when you uh the people that you're really close to Mm -hmm. it makes you like it it kind of sets you off with it it makes it causes your mood to go up Mm. and down you can't really regulate your mood because you always need that dopamine hit oh wow That, that excessive dopamine in your brain like just it throws off your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I never um, thought about that. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's, that's it, a good place to start, though. Like, if you don't understand the hold that something has on you, mm-hmm. look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's just that simple. Because sometimes I'd be like, why is this overtaking me? And then I look at it and be like, oh, okay, <laughs> there's a scientific reason for this. But I feel like you said, I love that your family, like, gets together and, like, has these conversations. That's really amazing. And I pray that for anybody. I'm praying that for me because my family, I don't know what they're doing. But... <laughs> I don't know, just having those hard conversations make it easy to see, like, and pinpoint where this started in your lineage or, like, how the impact that it's had on you. Or, like, and maybe, like, if somebody overcame it in your family, they can reach out a helping hand yeah. and help you, too. So, I feel like when we talk about family, I feel like I was impacted very young. Because I have two older brothers. I'm the only girl. Y'all know this. Um, my brother, like, one of my second to oldest brother he was like always like in the computer room and i would be like why is he in the computer room first of all this old house that we used to live in the computer room was like right by the kitchen he would close the door off to the computer room and i would come home i'm ready to cook some noodles after school (laughs) so i'm like why can't i unlock this door and like like a couple years later i figured out why he would (laughs) always lock this door i'm like he on that computer watching (laughs) something he supposed to watch but it's crazy how like that just like passing down of like certain traditions then i would start locking myself in the room on my phone like oh my god (laughs) like it's just something so crazy like i'm sorry to cut you off no you're fine that's how satan gets you too so like Mm -hmm. while he's in there he's spreading like he's Mm. he's at that door looking at you like hey you next (laughs) like just just pushing you so Mm -hmm. i actually have similar stories to it got Mm -hmm. me like uh i remember my dad Mm -hmm. had this i'm Look, sorry, Dad. 
when you see this, <laughs> we like it. <laughs> but he had like a literally a travel suitcase. A travel suitcase. Just in his. Give me your microphone. I'm telling my town people. They be yeah. so. Oh, okay, y'all be so he, gone from the mic. He had a travel full. Uh, suitcase uh-huh. full in his closet, just full of it. And I, Jesus. when I was little, I had I couldn't been no older than like seven, eight mm-hmm. to like eleven would go in there. And then he would, we would go with him. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, mom, you ain't snitching <laughs> on everybody. You ain't safe either. She had, <laughs> you know, she she used to have it a DVD. She tried to hide it on TV. Found that. Yeah, uh, kids are so curious. Like I'm so <laughs> scared to have kids. I need my whole life to be clean before I have some kids because yeah. they get into everything. <laughs> and so, and I know that now looking back at it, I know that was Satan because I wasn't supposed to be finding these. Things. Yeah, like he was placing placing them in places those seeds for me to find it. Mm-hmm. And then I remember this is story. I remember, and this kind of hurts my heart. Like. Mm. Uh, Almost like my like my uncle, my dad's best friend, and his son. We, that my dad would go and have these video game tournaments, and me and his son would be upstairs. Mm-hmm. And like, like I remember watching probably like my first. I've had to be like eleven. Mm-hmm. That's when it hit you. And like one of my first like porns with him, and he was like trying to introduce me to masturbation not like he was trying to masturbate on me mm-hmm. but he was trying to introduce me to masturbation mm-hmm. telling me about lotion and stuff like that and I was just like I don't know what that is yeah I watch this but going back like all that led up and like now like it's I know it's the grace of God mm-hmm. and I tell that story because now ironically enough like he's a porn star oh wow yeah. your cousin like yeah well he basically is my cousin yeah mm-hmm. so now he's a porn star and like the fact honestly, that it like that got y'all so been, young like that could have been me like but it's only the grace of God yeah that I'm not and like so it's like certain things and we and we talked about fruits of the spirit earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like certain things we got to allow God to be who he is. Like if God says he's a merciful God, mm-hmm. and I have this ongoing struggle. Yeah, it might last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Like the woman with the issue of blood, it might mm-hmm. last them 12 years. It might last 20 years. Yeah. Give God the time and allow, trust him when he said he's merciful and patient. Mm-hmm. And he loves us, that he really loves us to allow him to work it out. Now we can't cling on to it. Mm-hmm. I think that's my struggle. Cause I'm like, God, I know I ain't supposed to be doing yeah. this. But I'm like... <laughs> Just, like some days like know. your brain will convince you that some of the sins that you commit aren't that big of a deal Ooh. and i feel like right and i feel like the thing is i don't know i just feel like when it comes to like your faith is always like an ongoing struggle and you don't get to choose the cross that you bear mm-hmm. and i feel like like when i struggle with drinking i'll be like why is this my thing and i'll be getting <laughs> so mad i'll be like why me but if you look at the history of my family like most people in my family struggle with an addiction whether it's weed hard drugs liquor porn like anything like selling drugs like that could be an addiction because you're addicted to money it's greed like when it comes to like your family lineage it's good to have those hard conversations like you said Ask questions and get informed because I'm going to do some research on porn after you told me that. So now, like, it's just more so about getting more in alignment with feeding your spirit instead of your flesh. Like, it's really, I don't know. I just feel like (laughs) there's so many things that we could say. And I feel like when you're young, you're so susceptible to a lot of things. And I feel like that's, I don't know, that makes me super sad that the devil is just so evil that he tried to get you when you're young and, like, plant these ideals in your head of it's not that bad. Yeah, he'll he'll force it on you and then shame you Mm. for doing it. Mm. That's the the lie of the devil. Mm. Like, I just want like everybody to remember like God is on your like he's on your side with right. you. like he 
he is the one in your corner saying, keep going. Like, keep I'm, going. I'm he know what you're struggling yeah, with. You might get that, you might get that two hours mm -hmm. free and you might have to watch another. And God is like, hey, keep going. I'm proud yeah. of you. I see you. So uh, a good, um, speaking on the brain chemistry, a good mm -hmm. resource I think that I watch is a YouTube channel and her name is Dr. Trish mm. Dr. Trish Lee, mm -hmm. and she talks about her whole ministry is about porn, about little porn and porn brain. Oh, and wow. You got to share that with me. Yeah, literally how to, I got you, and literally how to reboot mm -hmm. your brain and um, so. Just recalculate it. Yeah, because it's real. Like, you know, you, we all get that little person to just. Mm -hmm. The little says, devil hey, on your shoulder. Pull up your favorite website. It's time. <laughs> like, are you sure? There's and actually an app that I want to mention. It's called Covenant Eyes mm -hmm. that my friend told me about. Like, if you gonna go to some sus website that's like got anything to do with like porn or anything it'll alert your friend like basically like an accountability partner and I was like oh that's cool I'm not finna sign up for that <laughs> <laughs> I was like you are not finna know what time I was trying to get busy but you know it's just funny like how God like just waits on us and like is patient yeah. with us to like come back home because we didn't start at home we didn't start in like Christ so I don't know I just feel like your life and everything every experience that you've had along the way kind of shapes you in a worldly fashion then it's like the process of undoing mm -hmm. like it's like an undoing that you have to do to get back to God so I don't know that's beautiful so if y'all out there struggling with porn research it do your research on how it affects you and that's what I'm gonna do after this and then also like try to give that time to God and then also like I've been doing this thing where you flee from sin I know it's like uh, like some words but literally like flee from sin like if you feel like you're getting to that point where you finna go to a website, hop out the bed, go take a shower, go do something, like literally run for the hills. And if you get in the like habit of doing that, I feel like it gets lesser and lesser, like in your ear about, we need to go watch this. I don't know. I just feel like porn has a stronghold on a lot of people. And I'm just praying for everybody to be delivered one day. So that's it. You got a moment about that? No. <laughs> You're like, no. I, I, I said just... Don't feel like you're the only one. Yeah, please uh, don't feel like you're the only one. I feel like everybody struggle with that, and that they they're the only one that they feel like maybe losing the battle. So no, nah, don't 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 feel like one. that. Period. So we gonna slide into our next segment. Share a scripture. So I told my friend Curtis to bring a scripture that has impacted his life, and this little game we gonna play today. So let's hear it. What you got? You memorize it or you uh, <laughs> memorize it. So, 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 I, so I would say like I don't really this is gonna sound weird. I don't really consume the Bible like in scriptures. Mm -hmm. Like and like and a lot of people like this this scripture, like mm -hmm. I, I kinda consume the Bible like in this like in, in the parables whole, and in, stories. In the whole narrative, like in the books. Mm -hmm. But this the scripture that really like changed my life and unlocked my thinking and changed my thinking about mm -hmm. the Bible was uh Abraham's story, I think it's Genesis uh twelve mm -hmm. God he he called he called out the blessings and then the scripture it says and Lot went with him because mm. that let me know when I started reading that and I started reading Abraham's story and I seen that Abraham was disobedient mm -hmm. too and it it showed me like oh God so this is a father of our faith mm. and God and is struggling. working with him and yeah. Abraham so uh, I think it's Genesis twelve. Mm -hmm. um, and but it's that whole verse and just the one that really impacted my life is and lot with with him because that helped, really helped me to learn how 
to read the Bible and just fall in love with it and then fall in love with God because that showed me, like, all right, we don't got to be perfect. Yeah, we don't. God is not expecting us to be perfect. He walked Abraham through a journey, and that's how I should look at my life. I should look at my life. It's right now I'm here. God is going to walk me through as long as I stay with him. Period. I love it. Okay, so I got my scripture. I wasn't going to do one, but I wanted to do one. Okay, so y'all know how I talked about me being in an abusive relationship for like seven years. And at my last apartment in the hood, I probably had about 24 holes in the wall based on a fit of rage that my ex did. And I covered these holes in the wall with like poster boards of scriptures and literally wrote my favorite scripture on every single hole in the wall, like with a poster board. But one of them was when I first started getting to the Bible, it's first Peter chapter five, verses six through seven. This is the message version, because that's how I was reading the Bible when I first started in my faith, because I was like, I can't do the these, thou, and them, because I ain't going to be able to do it. So I, I was reading the message version, and this is the message version of that verse. It says, so be content with who you are and do not put on airs God's strong hand is on you he'll promote you at the right time live carefree before God for he is most careful with you and um <laughs> I don't know why I'm tearing up but I don't know it just made me feel like God was like on my side and it made me feel like I can be who he has called me to be like in my own space because I was like starting to live alone and different stuff like that and it was just saying he'll promote you at the right time and i was like in a season of like in uh, like a baby in my faith y'all and i don't know he just did that <laughs> like that verse is like literally one of my favorite verses of all time like being content with who you are takes a lot like especially if you came out of something and like somebody was like talking down on you every day and like it was really hard for me to like love myself like after that I don't know why I'm crying. This is so embarrassing, but <laughs> it's just saying like God's strong hand is on you. And it really was like, and I didn't see it then, but like when I look back over my life and like the way, like he moved certain things out of the way. And I'm just glad he didn't give me some of the things that I wanted. And I'm forever grateful for that. So that's one of the scriptures that impacted my life for sure. And the goodness of God. And I goodness also want to say that, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm crying about the goodness of God now. I'm crying my tears for that. And uh, thank you. <laughs> Come on, camera woman. Man, that that is <laughs> that that is exactly who God is, and that that's powerful. Yeah, I love that. I ain't know I was gonna cry from that. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna just eat my love. Baby. All right, after the tears comes the sunshine. So, <laughs> so we have like this or that. So y'all know I like to have a little fun. I always have a game for my guests. So in the spirits of the holiday season with all the yummy nummies floating around, we're going to do this or that. We just had Thanksgiving. Did you have good fun on Thanksgiving? Mm. I didn't even ask you how your holiday was. Jesus. Yeah. Okay, good. So you had fun. So we're going to do, Curtis, this or that as far as like the holiday season go when it comes to food. Are you ready? Yeah. This is Curtis, this or that <laughs> on the Y'all Wear Y'all Wear podcast. Okay, so ham or turkey? Turkey. What? Yeah, I'm a... I don't do that swine. <laughs> you don't, oh, you don't eat pork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect answer then. Okay. Greens or cabbage? Greens. Mac and cheese or yams? Mac and cheese. I know that's right. I don't really like yams either. <laughs> I feel like if I'm going to eat something sweet, I can get some cake or something. Okay. Gravy or cranberry sauce on your dressing? Cranberry sauce. What? Strike me as a gravy guy. <laughs> cake or sweet potato pie? 
Let me get that cake. Let me get that cake. cake. Same. Well, I like sweet potato pie. It depends on the day. Okay, giving or receiving? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me both. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say giving because I feel Cause like. Because this is a Jesus podcast. <laughs> 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 I love a little giving. We all love a little receiving. So that was Curtis, this or that on the Yahweh or Yahweh podcast. So y'all, we're going to slide into my last segment, which is Graceful Guidance. Y'all know this is my new segment where people send me inquiries, they ask me questions, anything that they need advice on. So this one wanted to remain anonymous. Y'all be killing me with that anonymous, baby. Speak up. Okay, so it says, we're going to help her. If you know anything about this. So I normally let my guests help me give them advice. So it says, hi, Mallory. I'm reaching out because I have feeling, I've been feeling down in the dumps lately. Every winter, I feel kind of depressed, especially since the sun is going down earlier. And it feels like I just work and come home to go to sleep. When I get off, it's pitch black dark outside. And this makes me feel stuck in a cycle of sadness with not only my job, but my life. How can I find joy in this season? First of all, I feel you on that. Because I been, seasonal affective disorder is real, y'all. It is an acronym. It's SAD, literally, S-A-D. Me and my best friend, Dominique, we be going through this stuff. We be trying to make sure we go catch the sun because we work from home. Them work from home jobs, y'all think they easy, but they'll have you glued to the computer screen and then the sun gone. I don't play that. So I carve out one hour in my day to go make sure I see the sun and get some sun because I feel like we're all plants. And we need to grow. Have you ever struggled with seasonal affective disorder or any depression when, like, daylight saving times comes around? Yeah. yeah, But, you know, I'm a dude, so I'm just like... Oh, God. (laughs) Dudes just literally be here. (laughs) They they just try. (laughs) So... Like, bro, what you... Sad? You like you sad? <laughs> Not gaslighting yourself into happiness. Hey, Listen, I am not finna play with y'all. Like what? <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you, bro. But, <laughs> get up, yeah, get a whack. So I had to had to be delivered from that. But it was something that actually I recently discovered myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, it is real. But sun really does help. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating good food really does help, and working out. Really does really okay. Period. Because I've been being a little consistent in the gym, mm-hmm. so I've been going to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Y'all know when I first started this podcast earlier in the year, I told y'all I was gonna be in the gym every day. That didn't happen, <laughs> and then it took me like six months to figure it out. So I'm finally on a consistent swing with the gym. But I want to give you some little bit information about it. So it's called seasonal affective disorder. SAD is the acronym, and it's seasonal depression. So it is a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every single year. Seasonal affective disorder occurs in climates where there is less sunlight in certain times of the year. So in Memphis, we experience all the seasons. So just make sure you're getting you some sun. You get on a good workout plan. And also what I feel like people skip over a lot is vitamins. When I found out that vitamins helped me with SAD. When I tell you that was the two and fish oil, I'm just now starting to take that vitamin this year. It really is a boost of like energy and like happiness and then vitamin D, them your two warriors right there. But also make sure you get a multivitamin girl and also pray, pray that off you encourage yourself. Don't let the devil look because we love to put labels on stuff. Don't let the devil run you over with a bus. Okay. You need to fight back and get out there, get in the gym 
Get happy. Put on some of your favorite tunes. Do something. Dance around the house. Get some sun, though. Dancing is my number is a good one. one. Dancing, dancing is a sign that says you happy. In yes. My opinion. Okay. Because I cut that speaker on in a minute. My neighbors hate me. So, <laughs> and it also says, so, some signs and symptoms of sad include feeling sad or down most of the day or nearly every day or losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, having low energy and feeling sluggish. When this season come around, daylight saving time, I'll be in the bed and working from home is really hard to like get up i probably don't log in i'm honest until like 10 30 11 and i'm supposed to be at work at like eight i'd be like jesus no <laughs> and then i end up being on the computer to seven because i did that but just get up and i've also been hearing that when you first wake up if you go get some sun outside it wakes up your circadian rhythm and it like makes you wake up and it makes you like know that it's time to start the day so just making sure you get some sun and i also heard on the news the other day i know i like to watch the news until you get old but they said salmon um, milk, eggs, and it was one more thing. I think salmon, milk, eggs, and something. I don't know. But that was like all those foods are good for seasonal affective disorder. But do your own research. Check it out. I just wanted to let you know that that is an actual thing. And be encouraged, girl. If you need a friend, you know you can DM me. And I'll pray for you, definitely. So, y'all. This has been the Yahweh Yahweh episode. I know y'all miss me. I hope y'all had a good time here with me and Curtis today. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you for being flexible because the devil talked me out of the last time when we were supposed (laughs) to do it. I was like, I'm scared. (laughs) I was like, let me make up something to tell Curtis. But he tried to get me, but we overcame. But y'all, don't forget the $100 giveaway is still going on. Make sure you all subscribe to my YouTube channel because I'm doing a $100 giveaway when we reach 500 subscribers. I know we still at like 332 or something. Come on, y'all. Share this content tell your friends tell your family and also curtis tell the viewers where they can find you on social media if they would like to connect uh so my instagram is i am curtis phillips period uh facebook curtis phillips period and, uh, not hard to find <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's awesome. where I am. we love it okay y'all don't forget to like subscribe and share this content I'm telling y'all all the time, share with your friends, your family, all that. Because the podcast is nothing without the viewers. But I'm going to pray us out. Give me a hand. Lord, thank you for this episode. Thank you for just this gathering, Father God. Thank you for this day. Thank you for just this season of thankfulness and gratefulness, Father God. Let us continue to show mercy not only to ourselves, but to others. Let us go forth as we leave this place, Father God. But never your presence. Let us be able to listen to you. Let us be able to have a spirit of surrender, a spirit of submission when it comes to the things that you have us do in our daily lives father god lord i'm thankful my heart is so full thank you so much for this platform thank you so much for every single listener every viewer if there's anybody out there dealing with depression anxiety lord i ask that you lift that off of them father god and that they start to send a gps signal up to you father god for help god i am grateful i'm so thankful that you just we're here in the midst of us through this conversation even throughout the cutscenes, father god thank you so much for my guest curtis i pray that he goes home and remains unharmed father god i pray that you keep us protected from danger seen and unseen and we love you in jesus name i pray amen all right y'all it's the chosen one and curtis we at Cause I wanna be happy for the this or that game. <laughs>